of us may be under the weather. That's not gonna stop either of us. Welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen, to the Furries and Football Podcast. I to have you with us for a brand new edition. This is number 15, of course. I am, of course, joined by Mr. Zeus. <laughs> well, folks, uh, looks like Zeus could hear me for a second. It should be working now. I am, of course, Manny Jones. Uh, my calling, of course, by Zeus. Pegasus Zeus. How was Midwest Fur Fest? Oh, man, it was definitely the hype. Um, I got to go with uh, two cool friends of mine. One of them was their first furry convention, is convention ever. So, yeah, like, it was a great convention space. I definitely want to go back bi-yearly or maybe yearly at this point because... It was fun just walking around Chicago. Great, great deep dish pizza. Great atmosphere. And um, for those on the fence about the event, um, yeah, it's crowded. And yeah, we uh-huh. a sponsor badge, but it, it was worth it. So, uh, um, hey, that's fun though. Man. Fun. That's fun though. Big- I gotta, I gotta go to MFF some time. Uh, other stuff we that is gonna be a. Are you kidding me? Oh my goodness. Apologies again, ladies and gentlemen. This is a Discord issue uh, we are having right now. It's a Discord issue. Uh, we're going to try and work through this, though. Don't mind it. Discord issue. We're going to be just fine. We have a lot to talk about today. The Army-Navy game is this week. Transfer portal has opened up. we got to talk about bowl games. What's happening next in week 13 and week 14? But first, got to get to the big story. That being the final college football playoff rankings. Of course, um, the outrage of the college football community was palpable throughout this past week as the final rankings were revealed to be Michigan, Washington, Texas, and Alabama. Alabama gets the spot over unbeaten Florida State. Now. Zeus, um, you were you of course were out there all, all week at Midwest Fur Fest. What do you think of what the hell happened? <laughs> That's just a microcosm of what I think with this sheer travesty travesty to the sport. Mm-hmm. To think that to think that all that work that Florida State did and the inconsistent standards that we just can't follow in the committee is just evidence of how broken the system is. And I know what people are thinking, oh, Zeus, the BCS wasn't really much better. Well, it took in a lot more metrics than what the committee does now. And look what we got. We have yet again another shoehorned in SEC champion and a team that's from a Power 5 league to become the first notorious example of what happens when your brand is simply not big enough. And when the standards just don't apply to you. So I feel really bad for State fans. Oh. Uh, if they can get a nice seat right in this bench over here, right next <laughs> to the UC fans that were slighted in 2017, because this committee just makes no goddamn sense. Yeah. On- I'm telling you, really man. And I I've been I've been very, 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 very vocal about this because I think, you know, I mean, here's what I've heard. All right, look. What it, you know? Let's talk about the, the the scores from that game. Though those those conference title games, of course, Bama won, beat, defeated uh, Georgia twenty seven twenty four. Good game by the Tide. Michigan shut out Iowa twenty six to nothing. Florida State, however, struggled sixteen to six. Now, here's the thing. 
that I don't like. You know, I get it that they were down to their third string quarterback. But, you know, I am a person that believes that you, you don't have to blow out teams to necessarily be good. And here's what annoys me, Zeus. I'll tell you this right now, man. You know, what's the point in doing all the right things? And, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I mean by this, you know. Florida State played LSU, who has yep. a Heisman caliber quarterback. They oh, he's, beat... winning, he's winning the Heisman. Oh, uh, Jaden Daniels definitely, definitely is up there for the Heisman, man. They beat Jaden Daniels in LSU. They schedule good opponents. They they win their they win a power five conference. They go unbeaten, and you don't put them in. Just because Jordan Travis broke his leg against an FCS team? Yeah, and that's messed up because guess what happened back yeah. in the very first year of the playoff? Ohio State, third-string quarterback, goes down, and then they win a the national title. Car and no Dale Jones! Exactly, so I don't understand the hypocrisy of why you're going to give someone like Ohio State that pass, mm-hmm. but not someone like Florida State. See, this is another, it's an, isn't it another major brand program. It's just that apparently nowadays they're just in the wrong conference. Which yeah. is the sheer irony. Yeah, yeah, it, totally, totally. And I'll say this too. Some have told me, you know, Manny, I get where you're coming from, but Cardale Jones was destroying Wisconsin in that Big Ten title game. And, and you know, that is true. Cardale Jones beat the brakes off of Wisconsin in that Big, Ten, that Big Ten title game. I would say, look at the defense Florida State put up. Louisville's a top 20 offense, and they, they held them to just six points just 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 six points and the way i see it it's like i understand like they were trying to justify taking cincinnati out of the playoffs back when they had their run and they did it because you know unbeaten is unbeaten okay let me ask you this then what's the point of playing the games what is the point of playing the games if all you're gonna do is get dropped from the playoffs because the committee likes you more. In fact, Zeus, today, today, this was a quote from Desmond Howard on ESPN. At the oh. end of the day, the committee wanted to have an SEC school in there. In the three weeks leading up to last weekend, it was already discussed how Florida State was going to be left out to have Texas and Alabama jump. Keep in mind, three weeks ago, Travis was not hurt. He was, it was that, that they were, they were leading into that game against North Bama. And I think personally, now I'm going to go full conspiracy on this. ESPN has a full on rights deal with the SEC. That's right. They have a full on rights deal setting up next year. They have the playoffs. I think they have the playoff right. They would benefit financially huge by including Alabama. Florida State and the ACC got dropped out of two million dollars because they won all their games. They won the conference championship. I, like Jordan Travis, I don't know what else tweet Zeus. Jordan Travis actually tweeted out, and I quote, "I wish I broke my leg earlier." Yeah, what don't the you know fuck? How yeah, that's fucked up. But that's the reality of the situation because, you know, Florida State these days, like. They're somehow not a big as big a brand as like Ohio State or Alabama, which is dumb. Why do we have classism in college football? This is a fundamental issue of the sport. Mm-hmm. In what other sport do we have subjectivity ruined 
the integrity and the chance to earn your way to a complete title. Can you imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine the outrage if, let's say, my Miami Dolphins, that there's only four teams that make it, and let's say we all have the same records at the end, but mm-hmm. Miami, my Dolphins are left out because they just played weaker opponents and lost to the. Doesn't matter if they win the division. They just lost to weaker opponents and their strength. They just wasn't as impressive. They didn't pass the eye test. You know, they would get smoked by the Chiefs and the Ravens. They got no chance. What the fuck, man? It just it feels like an invitational more than it, it does. Yeah, if that's what it feels like. And I and you know, if we apply this, I, I think the logic, I would say this, the logic of okay, this player wasn't there, so guess what? You're not getting it. I think that's dumb criteria because okay, we apply this logic to the NFL. Okay. Sorry, 2017 Philadelphia Eagles. You can't get into the playoffs because Carson Wentz is hurt. Sorry, 2016 Pittsburgh Steelers. You don't have Le'Veon Bell. He hurt. He broke his leg sticking into the season. You guys are going to the playoffs. Oh, uh, sorry, Rams. Uh, Trent Green got hurt in the preseason. Guess what? Guess what? You're not. It, it's a dumb like criteria to be like. You don't have X player, so we're not going to let you in. You're not going to... It, it's. I don't like that criteria. And I, It's not criteria. It's subjectivity. And, and 13 people with already their pockets deep into the interests of their own schools and their conferences, they're not going to go against the big by SEC. To which the SEC was probably the third best conference this year. Let's, and I have facts to prove it. <laughs> they're the third best conference this year. They're just top heavy. And I say that because I do fully believe that the Pac-12 and mm-hmm. the Big Ten are better than them right now. Seriously. Ooh, okay. I, 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 welcome, yeah, I like, welcome it. I welcome it, dude. I welcome it. But Yeah, it's like Pac-12, best conference. They're dying. It's ridiculous, man. And, ridiculous. and I get like – and the thing is, too, it's also just like – so we shouldn't count that Bama had struggles against uh, South Florida. We nope, shouldn't count matter. that they've just barely beat Auburn, you know. And I get, and I get again that Bama was a damn good team. I get that Bama was good, not top four worthy. But yeah, I, yeah, no, I, I definitely get that they were good. But here is the wilder thing too. Here's what I think makes it worse: they put Florida State fifth. And Georgia yeah. sixth. So it's like, yeah. wait, what the hell? Like, okay. You think so, Florida State will be Georgia right now? And they're going to play point? Georgia by, they're going to play Georgia by the way. I, it, it, that's how, that's how it seems. That's what it seems like to me. It's like this Bama team had a miracle to beat Auburn, you know, a crazy play to beat Auburn. And now they're in the playoffs. And again, Bama's good. I think Bama's good, but it's like, at the same time, it's like, okay, there's at least a month to the playoffs. I'm willing to bet you right now that they would not be starting their third-string quarterback in that playoff. The playoff before I said, of course. They would be starting Tate Rotomaker, who I know can play. Tate Rotomaker could go. And it's like, it just, it just feels like it's supposed to, it's, who's going to get the largest viewing audience? Yeah. And that's really what it should not be about, even though, unfortunately, that is the system. It's a system that, you know, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer and absolutely just benefits the Blue Bloods because they have control of everything. There's no governing force. The schedules are made in agreement. Schedules can be broken, bought out. It's 
it's just a stain of 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 a very entitled society and i don't like it i really don't like the system at all yeah and and i hope that the 12 team playoff can introduce and expose some narratives like it becomes more paramount than ever that non-sec and non-big 10 teams actually go in there mm-hmm. and kick some ass yeah yeah same same and i and i think i said this last last podcast that they shot themselves in the foot when they made this whole thing a when they made this whole thing a freaking a uh, four-team. Like, they, they shot themselves in the foot from the get-go when they made this a four-team playoff. Like, they they should have at least had it six, eight, for all I goddamn care. But they got themselves in the foot, but 12 teams on the horizon. Um, there's still going to be stuff like that, too. But I just think that as much as I like a playoff in college football, this is just where it's like... And now we're seeing actual, like, government action. Uh, I think the... Senator from Florida actually wrote a strongly worded letter going off on the end. Yeah, Rick Scott, the senator from Florida, wrote a big letter going off on the NCAA and wanting answers. So it's going to be a big thing for a while. And dare I say this, if Florida State somehow beats Georgia, claim a natty. That's right. Do a UCF and claim a natty. Claim it. Do it. That's right. Do it. Just do it. <laughs> Give the finger. Give I, the finger. I I agree. And especially uh, <laughs> especially if like Texas win the Natty. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Or 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 Bama wins the Natty. Doesn't matter. If Bama ends up winning the Natty and Florida State ends up undefeated. <laughs> oh boy, just claim it over then. Be like UCF. Be have the UCF mentality because right now with the shift to these super conferences that seem kind of inevitable, we have to do everything in our power to just kind of preserve the sport because as it is. It's just becoming a dystopian nightmare for for college football, and we want to make sure mm-hmm. we, there is a path for all the D one yeah. teams to actually make a dent, to improve, to keep on to keep on the spirit of college football, and keep yeah. the hype, and not just hoard it to like the top forty teams. Some of them that hardly warrant to God, like have to see what the fuck, man. <laughs> Speaking of some wild things in college football, we'll transition into a pretty wild proposal. Uh, NCAA president Charlie Baker has proposed a rule that would allow D1 schools to pay their athletes. He shared a rule that would allow schools' athletes to enter NIL deals and would allow Division I schools to deal directly with student-athletes on NIL deals. A trust fund would be created for athletes at the richest tier of athletic departments, and schools Uh would create its own rules for recruiting, transfers, roster size, and other policies, it would create a whole new subdivision of D1 schools. What? Yeah. What the hell? What is this? Like, what? This is not the college football I recognize. And NIL to being, you know. The school's really going the in on it. The school's going in on this. Like, what? Man. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't know how this could be abused down the line. Um, now the boosters play more of a part. And so it really, as people have prophesized, mm-hmm. this is really turning into a minor league for the NFL. Yeah. And if you got the means and the funds, you're just going to end up being dominant. Because what player doesn't want to play for money? What player yeah. doesn't want? Yeah. Screw hometown. Screw hometown heroes. Some kid from Ohio. It's like, wait, I could play for my local university. I can go to the Ohio State or mm-hmm. somewhere in but in butt fucking Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> I go to Nebraska when I can go to some other big school in the Big Ten if they give me enough money. So, ugh, 
It's a wild proposal. My Discord reacted with, what in the actual fuck, uh, was one of my people in my Discord. Someone then said, as a Massachusetts, I apologize for what Charlie Baker is doing. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's already being disowned by the Massachusetts faithful. Uh, only one game, though, this week, and it's a game that... Zeus, this is one of my yeah. favorite games of the year. The Army-Navy right. game. I This is my favorite game of the year. I will say it right now. I love, as, an Army, as an Army brat, old-school Army brat over here, I love the Army-Navy game. Uh, both these two teams fighting for a bull invitation. Uh, not sure if they're, it's going to happen. Uh, neither of the two teams are. Both are five and six. Will win would technically get them bull eligible. However, last year, the Black Knights did not get in as they won, got bull eligible. They were not invited against um, five of their six wins kind of for bull eligibility. The six coming against the FCS opponent last year. Uh, this time, however... Yeah, I don't know if they're going to make it in. They beat Holy Cross and Delaware State, both FCS schools. They beat in UTSA, Air Force, and Coastal. So they might not get in. Either way, I love me some Army-Navy football. I love, love it. Yeah, and I think they still carry on the true spirit of college football, the way this rivalry still matters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, it's marketable, whatever. <laughs> and that's part of the problem of modern college football. But regardless, it's... It's something people want to watch. People are, are absolutely getting up for this game. So no matter how good or bad each team is doing, it's a game that always matters. Yeah. It's just like the game in FCS between like FAMU and like um BCU, I think. At this other Bethune Cookman, Bethune Cookman and FAMU, man. There you go. It's an old HBCU rivalry right there. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm glad this game is going on. Um, I'll definitely peek in. Something to watch since Saturday is gonna be pretty light mm -hmm. otherwise. Um, but yeah, um, are, are those teams, whoever wins goes bowling, right? If I'm getting so right. they, technically, yeah, it, it, it by the win record, yes. However, Army has two wins against FCS opponents, and there's rules that NCAA has where, um, you have you can only like have one, you can only, well, you can, well, a couple of your wins, like only one of your wins can count for blood eligibility. Meanwhile, the Navy. Navy had Navy, I think. No, they're actually not in the same, but they've they beaten Wagner, FCS opponent, uh, North Texas, Charlotte, UAB. So if, if Navy wins, I don't know if they're going to get in. It's, a, it's one of those things where it's unlikely. Uh, Army has certain uh, bowl deals. Like, they have certain options for bowl games that they can get invited to. We'll see, though. I would love to see Army get in. It's been a rough year for Army. I've been following my Black Knights fan. Army this season adopted the gun option they they have done the traditional like under center triple option but that jeff monken has done from the get-go however right the ncaa this past season eliminated blocking below the waist a big part of the triple option offense so he has adapted into a gun option you traditionally see at a school like a liberty or a coastal carolina and he's he, he, it's been a rough year they're five and six though they have actually been Throwing the football. They, no way. Army, is... Army. their their top quarterback, Bryson Daly, who is a beast, I'm going to say it right now, he has thrown for 800 yards. Oh, man. <laughs> of course, Navy back to the traditional option. I, I love me a good, I love me a good Army-Navy game. I will, I'll admit, I'm going to love seeing all the comments of, do these two teams ever throw the football? 
I, I, I watched it one time on an illegal streaming site, full disclosure, and I'm seeing comments like, did these teams ever, like, throw the football? Can they throw the football? This is boring. I love it! I love it! <laughs> Give me more of this! <laughs> so, that's the big uh, D1 FBS game going on. Other stuff going on this week. The transfer portal has opened up. Brock Vandegrift, uh, the backup to Carson Beck at Georgia, he has entered the portal and he is going to Kentucky. The first big, big jump in the portal this year. There's been a lot of guys out of the portal. What do you think of the transfer portal, uh, Zeus? Uh, you know, we've seen in general or just in, this year? In general, like the transfer portal. In general, uh, uh, in general, my guy. I yeah, I think it's actually a pretty good idea because there's a lot of hidden stars in the stacked um in, in these stacked lineups. It create I think it creates a lot more parity. So mm -hmm. UCF, uh Javon Baker was like a third string wide receiver yeah. um from Bama and he came to UCF, became a starter, and now he's actually he helped us uh get some get some great catches and wins this year. So I, I like that players do get the opportunity. But on the other hand, I don't like it that it, it's it is so abusable. I think there should be a little bit more difficult to transfer. Because, mm -hmm. um, I mean, I'll give you, give you an example. Freaking Dylan Gabriel. Yes. To go from UCF to Oklahoma, and now, once again, he says in the portal. Yeah. Where's he going to go? And Where's he going to go? Where's that clown going to go? I don't know. I don't know. I, I the, the thing with me is that, like, there's been good parts of the transfer portal, and there's been bad parts. A great example I could think of, I don't know if you've ever heard of this name, Tate Martell. Uh, it's, he's not a big football player. Is he's retired playing football? But Tate Martell is a great example of like against the portal. Tate Martell entered, was a Ohio State commit, played uh, was supposed to be the next guy up. Then Justin Fields transferred, and he tweeted out, and I quote: um, uh, "Word of advice: Don't swing and miss, especially not your second time." Why would I leave for someone who hasn't put a single second into this program? He then transferred to the U doesn't do anything at the U, and then transfers to UNLV, and he finished, Zeus, his college career as a quarterback. But keep in mind, this guy was the second-best dual-threat quarterback in the 2015 class. He only threw one touchdown in college. Oh, wow. Because he never, he kept transferring. Now, see, I, I like the portal, but there's two things I'll say about it. One, you have situations like this where he like you know he went to miami he went to unlb but he didn't even play much at miami or the u or, or, or sorry at unlv i'm sorry i just did football miami and the u two attainable things and the other thing too is i i think i like where people uh, there's been great success stories justin fields uh justin fields is a great example of that dylan gabriel's done well with the transfer portal but then there's also been guys this is the thing i don't like about the portal i'll say this right Let's say you're a third-string quarterback. You right. say, this sucks. I'm going to enter the portal. Yeah, I want to play. You are no longer competing against two quarterbacks. You're competing against thousands. And here's another thing, too, Zeus, that I'm not the only way people think about. But most of the guys that are D1 athletes that enter the portal, they aren't playing D1 football. They are not playing D1 football. I can't, I, can't, I can't find the statistic that I was trying to find on this podcast, but I remember reading that like a lot of athletes that transfer into the portal, they don't go to D1 schools. Um, and it, I think the other thing, too, 
you have people that complain, like, like tell small, like make articles. Okay, this happened to my boys. All right, I'm gonna get on this soapbox. All right, I'm gonna get on this soapbox. Do it, Manny. I had people that were telling my man Desmond Reed, why should kill out a running back? They were saying. Desmond Reed's playing really good. He could be a great transfer portal addition. Screw you guys! Or even suggesting that my boy Desmond Reed, who balled out from my catamounts in FCS, transfer. He's playing good at Western. He should transfer. Fuck you. Fuck. But thank you. Fuck you. Bye. So, no, I've seen that. I have seen people suggest like these like small school guys that are at FCS. Just transfer up. No! No! They don't need to enter the portal to be good. They don't need to do that. <laughs> that's besides the point, but like, I I like the portal, but then there's stuff that I just don't uh, like. The about. portal giveth and the portal taketh. Yes, man. It's, yes. It's certainly, it's certainly a depressing time for a lot of fans because, you know, people would now with money being a factor, um, there's like, where's the loyalty to my to my school and stuff? And to be honest, um, a lot of people don't really get attached to players. They're attached to the brand of their school and their memories there. So I just think um, I want people to want to want to come play for us. So um, just like with JRP, like he wasn't a good fit in the SEC and he wanted to come to Southern Orlando. And um, despite injuries, he was a good fit for us. And I, I look forward to see what Gus can do for the Knights and as well as other teams looking for a key position player or quarterback or just – to, just to add something to add more competition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like I like what it can do for guys like Joey Burrow, or in your case, JRP. But I think there's another thing where it's like, guy gets good, people on social media, oh, he should enter the portal. He should enter the portal. And I've seen, no, it, like- I've seen it a lot with my guys at Western. I've seen it a lot with my guys at Western. And if they make that choice on their own, it's, what, it's cool to me. You know, go go on to your next best thing. But it just annoys me when I see people social media go, he should transfer. No. Mm-hmm. Let's get into all about football. The bowl games are on the horizon. Your UCF Knights take on Georgia Tech in their bowl game. And it's not too far away from Orlando. It is in Raymond James Stadium, Tampa, for the, the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. How are you feeling about this matchup? Um, I think it was probably the best of possible matchups. And I know some fans were clamoring for like a rematch of the War I Four with the Cow. Ah. <laughs> but fun rivalry aside, I'd rather schedule like uh, you know, a series, um, a non conference series. I'm not gonna waste my time in a bowl game with that. Like let's uh, let's have some interesting matchups. Um and I yeah. think there's some narratives, like we have some coaches and assistants at Georgia Tech that we're gonna go up against with the UCF Knights here. Um, and it's going to be a one final test for this UCF defense that's been maligned with bad rush defense. And Georgia Tech's all about that ground game. So um, I'm sure they're seeking revenge for the beatdown we put on them twice uh, in recent history from mm-hmm. when we played them. Um, but yeah, UCF, um, they want to go into the offseason on a high note. And this is their chance to get players some reps um, and hopefully attract more people through the portal. And through the signing period, of course. Oh yeah. Um, that this is a program on the rise, even in a constantly shifting and should be radically different mm-hmm. college football come twenty twenty four. So, yeah, I'm excited for this matchup. Oh, um, yeah. I don't know if I'll be going. Um, I think it might be a little bit too soon. Oh, it's a Friday. Yeah. Take time off. 
Yeah, probably not then. <laughs> There's a lot of good bowl games, though. I'll tell you what. Uh, uh, one big thing we do want to talk about is James Madison. We mentioned they were going to a bowl game last podcast. James Madison taking on Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl. That good is a game. Oh, good game. That'll be December 23rd. So a good, good game there. If I'm not mistaken, Jacksonville State will take on Louisiana in the RL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. So that should be pretty solid stuff there. Other matches that I'm looking at, just I, I like just looking at these matchups right now. I'm always looking for that famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Someone's uh-huh. gonna get dunked in some French fries. Should be great. Um, true tradition, by the way. They dunk them in French fries. They, they dump French fries on them. Um, the Mayo Bowl, UNC and West Virginia. Someone's gonna get dunked in some mayo. True thing. True, 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 true thing. And oh, uh, please, no. <laughs> oh no, dude, 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 dude. It's a, it's a real, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. It's funny as hell. Uh, Boston College will not be going too far away from Chestnut Hill, Massachusetts. In fact, they're going to Fenway Pack to take on SMU in the Fenway Bowl. Good on them. Uh, other big stuff going around. Uh, there's, there's a lot yeah. here. Ohio State against Missouri. Notre Dame against Oregon State in the Sun Bowl. Penn State and Ole Miss in the Peach Bowl. Toledo and Wyoming in the Barstool Bowl. Yeah! <laughs> That's going to be lit. That's going to be lit. Uh, Liberty and Oregon in the Fiesta Bowl in State Farm Stadium. No Norton if Bowling yeah, Knicks will play. Liberty getting oh, that yeah. season and impressing the community enough to rank them ahead of an SNU champion that beat Tulane in an upset. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Go Liberty. First sure should be a fun one. Be a fun one. They win. Oh, should be a fun one, man. And one thing I want to talk about: Iowa against Tennessee, the final game for offensive coordinator Brian Ferentz, who was let go because he can't score points. Also, Liberty will be the last team, the last group of five team to make, um, well, at least automatically make um, uh, New Year's Six Bowl. Really? Because now. Yes, all six of the New Year's Six are going to be part of the college football playoff. Oh, so there's yeah. Gonna be four, yep, so the quarterfinals and the semifinals will be at those six sites. And then the national championship will be at some big stadium at that little name at the end of the year. Bro. But yeah, so the only way for a group of five team to go to those big bowls is that they have to make the playoff, which, uh-huh. again, for the current model, which I do like, you the, the highest-ranked group of five team to win their conference championship will have a spot in the playoff, likely always 12 or 11. Um, but if they win that first game on the road, then yeah, they're going to go to those big bowl games. And that's the sort of chaos I want to see starting with the playoff next year. Ooh, and we'll get plenty of that. Well, it's been a fun college football season. We'll see uh, how it all wraps up. Army Navy game this weekend. I love the Army Navy game. We got bowls after that. Let's talk about the National Football Let's do it. Week 13 was so freaking wild, man. It was, and it was painful for me. Oh, ah, why? Uh, why am I still here just to suffer? Why am I still here just to cry and suffer? Okay, I just want to point this out. I had the greatest amount of copium ever imaginable, Zeus. Oh, you were huffing it, man. You don't Let's understand. Dog. Kenny Pickett. Drops this absolute dot to fucking George Pickens. And then we were in hell. 
after that, uh, Pittsburgh only got a field goal, and I could manage that. I'm like, okay, they're still working through shit, and guess what? They went back to the same old way of playing down to your competition. Uh, they surprisingly were not outgained. They actually outgained the pit, the outgained the Cardinals. But you lose twenty four to ten, and this is supposed to be a playoff team. I don't feel like a fan right now. I don't feel like we're gonna. Oh, we're gonna go to the Super Bowl. It's gonna be amazing. No, I don't feel that way in the slightest. I may be sick. You may think man is sound sick. I'm sick of this shit too. Mike Tomlin. 4 of 11 on third down. <sighs> Don't even get me started, man. Like, dude, Pittsburgh Twitter, Zeus, was so enraged. Um, I, I would be, too. Well, this is one of the worst teams in the NFL. It's one, at home. And, okay, you know what else pissed me off, too? Not only did we put in Maserati Mitch Trubisky, who we all know loves to kiss those titties. We put in <laughs> Maserati Mitch Trubisky. He throws a touchdown to Deontay Johnson. And Deontay starts fucking dancing in the end zone like grew up by 20. You bitch. I hate you. I hate you. Go take a swim in the three rivers over there in Pittsburgh and learn what you did was wrong. Learn what you did was wrong. Because you don't be dancing. Oh, look at me. I got a touchdown. Yeah. Stop acting like you're Juju. You ain't Juju. You ain't AB. I'm just... Yeah, you're just overrated. Also, uh, penalties. You, got, you guys got Cameron oh, and penalties. 9 dude. 27. What, was, that most, was that mostly offense or defense penalties? Maybe it's offense. I don't know at this point. <laughs> I have had enough. I have had enough of this playing down... This has been the this is like the third brutal game of playing down to competition we've had this year. This is the third. I've experienced this like I I'm experienced like once or twice a year, not three times. And we get New England next. Oh my god. You think Betty, he doesn't have a quarterback. We don't either. Because Kenny Pickett goes down. What I happened thought, to him? High ankle. Because fucking Mason Cole's one of the worst setters in all of football. He can't block a, a, a call to save his fucking ass. He oh can't gosh. block anything. For Ken, he does these terrible snaps and Kenny's fumble. Also, 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 there was a screenshot from the game. Two linemen are blocking each other. <laughs> I, I can't do I gotta, I gotta find this. But they were blocking each other. And I'm like, are you fucking shitting me? Now, some may say, Manny, do you want to welcome Kenny Pickett? I don't. Dude's 26, getting hurt again behind this Swiss cheese offensive line. I can't. I, my, how the fuck do, I don't, this is a thing too, man. And this all goes back to Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. You can't live without him, Manny. He's got a winning record every season. You can't live without him. He's only won three playoff games since that Super Bowl trip against the Packers. I have How had enough. To the... <sighs> Don't even get me started on that. I'm going to cry again. I am. Oof. Don't even get me started, man. Like, 
And to say that, you know, I mean, you're you're extremely justified. Yeah, right now the Steelers are in solid playoff position. Yes. At the fifth seed. That's the thing, though. It's like we're technically, mathematically in playoff contention, but it never feels that way. It felt that it was like that last year. It's like that. It was like that three, two years ago. It's like that now. There is just this massive amount of apathy. Like, oh, we make the playoffs. We're not like we got destroyed by the fucking Chiefs. Like, like I'm just I I'm at that point where yeah. it's like Mike Tomlin has coached forever, and I get Steelers are you on that. Are you on the fire I'm, I'm, I'm getting on that train. I feel like that because it's like, look, good co- has he coached wonderfully in Pittsburgh? Yes. But there comes a time when even the, the game passes by, even the game's best coaches, and you can say, he has been dang good with uh, keeping them consistent. Oh, my God. Why does Discord keep losing me and death? Can Discord suck a dick and stop losing me and my co-host? How about that, Discord? You want me to start shit with you too, Discord? I will start shit with Discord right now. I'm on Mike Tomlin, but I'll get on Discord's ass too. <laughs> Look. Start chewing him out like a drill sergeant. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I could. I could. But, like, you know, this is my thing, man. This is my thing, man. It's like, I like Mike Tomlin. But it's also just like. Enough what, is enough. Enough is yeah. enough. We've ha- it's it's been getting worse and worse. And I want to point this out again. There have been no assistants from Coach Tomlin's coaching tree that have ever gone on to be a head coach anywhere. He doesn't get Oof. good assistants. The ones that he gets are just hated by the area. He had to fire Matt Canada, or, or allegedly the owner did. I don't fucking know. But I'm just I'm at the point where it's like yes, what uh, the standard is the standard they say. You just want to finish above 500. That's all you want to do. This city wants to win. And it, if you if you don't want to win, then you can go swim in the river alongside Deontay. Zeus, talk about them dolphins. <laughs> all right, I'll give you a break here. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, not too far from Steeler Nation, um, in the country's capital, Miami goes up there and absolutely wipes the floor with the commanders because Ron Rivera is the genius to just have one defender on the MVP candidate that is Tyreek Hill. And it got burnt twice. Oh, <laughs> it was yeah. pretty it was pretty humorous to watch because I watched it at MFF with a friend of mine. And even though I had people in the room sleeping, um, I was having like silent hype. I was going nuts with <laughs> the way the team performed because even without Jalen Phillips, um, this team absolutely took care of business against another bad team. Um, they didn't let um, a decent quarterback tear him up. They pretty much shut down the run. They absolutely torched him on the ground. So it's just one of the most complete performances of the year. And yeah, it's great to be 9-3. It's great to be the one seed now. Thank you. Thank you, Chiefs. Thank you, Jaguars, for losing. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, 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 I'm all hype right now. Like It's our first win in December in, I think, a couple years. So we're just trying to change the narrative. Like We want to keep winning in this crucial month as we prepare for a push because as of now, if we do win out, we are guaranteed the one seed. That is true. And I mean, I looked this in too. You guys are nine and three for the first time since 2001. Uh, looks like two will play great. My man, Devon, 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 a chain. I needed you in fantasy. Thank you for coming back. Finally. Uh, God dang it. Uh, now you guys t- took care of business uh, with the Washington. No turnovers by the offense too. Hey, you go have a clean game. 
just was it yep. just you just you breathe on the commanders and that was it uh their stadium's already falling apart so it's very easy to break down the commanders down <laughs> yeah no seriously no it uh, is there it was is. a, a story came out today i was reading this that oh no they're having More? to the commanders this is not like with dan snyder but the commanders are actually having to invest in upgrading their stadium right now while trying to get a new one Holy shit. Because they're trying to go back to D.C. They're in um, a part of Maryland. They're trying to get yeah. back to D.C. But then the FedEx field is so awful. They have to upgrade it while trying to look for a new stadium. It, it, it's that it's that bad. Uh, yeah, I've heard yeah. it's ranked like a bottom five stadium in the NFL. Dude, far. fans almost, Jalen Hurts almost died once because, like, fans felt like the guardrails were so badly put together that, that fans almost fell on him. And then you like zip tied it together afterwards. Yeah, that that's that's, oh, that's pitiful. It is. It needs to be demolished last year. <laughs> oh, it, it's it's been bad. It's been bad. We're gonna see Dolphins got a nice win, nine three again for the first time since two thousand and one. Yep. Other now we got four game four of the final five games are at home. Hey, so this not is, bad. Not go. bad. That's pretty. That's that's pretty good, man. Other games that happened uh, in this week. There's a lot that happened. The Niners, uh, to my surprise took care of business uh they beat the hell out of philly 42 19 brock purdy threw four touchdowns and i mean you know purdy of course had that injury in the nfc title game i mean i think he showed hey that game could have gone very differently absolutely and and i'm so tempted to call the eagles frauds right now because of the way they've been winning close games and the way he got destroyed by a team that doesn't make those mistakes but we'll see like they're on fraud alert Oh, if yeah. you lose to the Cowboys next week, I am going to be screaming from the, yell- from the top of my lungs, I told you so. This team has been fraudulent ever since that one-sided game with Miami oh, back in October. Uh, oh, yeah. Lots of stuff happened, of course, in this week. Uh, outside of the Packers won their third straight in a game against Kansas City. Big win for Jordan Love and the Packers. They win 27-19. Uh, there was a lot. Yeah. But- on. Now they're in a playoff spot. Yeah, they, Packers, Jordan yeah. Love, um, absolutely frustrated the heck of the Chiefs' offense. And is it? Can we can we say it? Is the, is the offense of the Chiefs just mid? They're just mid now. They're not elite. Clearly not elite offense anymore. I like that. I mean, they they're, they. I I think Isaiah Pacheco definitely is a great guy to have. Right? He's going to be there for a while. Patty yeah. H ain't playing that bad. I think it just comes down to execution. I think it's kind of the execution of the plays. You know. I don't. Uh, yeah, I think I miss block here. Protection. We see Mahomes get sacked a couple times. Yeah, it was just bad. And if they're gonna play like that on the road, oh goodness! Like every AFC team needs to make sure they finish ahead of them, so that way the Chiefs have a really rough time. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, Texans won a thriller against the Broncos. Uh, remember, you talked about this matchup a lot last week, Zeus. They won twenty-two, twenty-two to seventeen. DJ Stroud played well. Uh, good game. Nico Collins went off. I mean, Texans are looking like a different animal. Yeah, they are. They're 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 honestly like the Jaguars should be on upset alert um, for the division crown because I haven't heard anything from Trevor Lawrence um, yes. as far as the injury because unfortunately he went down. He did. He um, did in that big in that Monday Night Football game against the Bengals. The Bengals won off an Evan McPherson field goal in OT. Lawrence had a I think they had an ankle sprain. Uh, yeah, so he didn't like tear an Achilles or anything. But I, if I were them, I wouldn't rush. I wouldn't rush out. Um, no. for Lawrence, like you, 
you need it for the playoffs, even if that means you're going to end up as the four seed, you got to play smart. You cannot risk worse for your star quarterback. You Especially can't. Especially how they looked against a pretty mediocre Bengals team right now. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened there, man. Uh, other games that happened uh, this week, uh, Cowboys destroyed the Seahawks 41-35. I love DK Metcalf doing sign language to trash talk. Uh, it's one of my favorite <laughs> things. He he did it one, I guess, I read, that. standing on business, and I'm like, DK, keep going. Uh, other games that happened in the week, uh, Panthers debuted their new head coach. They lost 21-18. Uh, Panthers, the first team eliminated from the playoffs. <laughs> The definition of failure. That franchise is fucking cursed, man. Like, they got no first round pick. Their quarterback has been a bust. They have no one to replace them. So, I know a coach can teach everything, like a Doug Peterson, mm-hmm. to help resurrect Trevor Lawrence's career. But I don't know who's out there that could really wants to come to Carolina and coach this franchise, especially with an owner that is so trigger happy. So, I really feel for your Panthers fans. That is a terrible situation to be in. Oh, you might be bad for at least five years. Unless something changes dramatically. And I mentioned this on the last podcast. I think, you know, David Tepper's a brand new owner, but he's treating it a lot like he's treating his hedge fund, you know, that he came from as a business. Like, he's treating it a lot like that, where it's like, I get you want to win, but, like, he's gone through three coaches already, and it's just crazy. I think he'll learn, but if not, he's going to be just a bad, bad owner for a good time. Other thing that happened, the, the Patriots... Lost six to nothing to the Chargers. The second time at home they've been shut out. Why? (laughs) Two and I don't ever. The Patriots are two and ten. Is is it time for the hoodie to hang it up? (laughs) You had to play that. Oh my god. Yeah, I think I think it really is time. Um, he should just step down. Like they're never gonna they're never gonna fire Bill Belichick. But Belichick, he's probably seen the writing on the wall. Owner clearly doesn't want him anymore. Mm-hmm. The fans clearly don't want him, which is ironic because they enjoyed <laughs> twenty plus years mm-hmm. of amazingness with them, the most in any pro sports history. So, well, yeah, I mean, if I were him, be like fucking him out. I think I, I mentioned this to... earlier too. If I, I, I interrupt you, but sorry, I interrupt you, man. But I remember th- they were saying, like, you know, there's times when even the game's best, the game just passes them by. That's right. You it know, happens. Father time, man. Yeah. It, 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 like a Popovich when he was yeah. eating. Pop. Oh, good old Pop. Uh, can't wait for. Can't wait for uh, if Mac Jones gets booed for uh, freaking Bill Belichick on the mic like Greg Popovich going. Excuse me for a second. Can we stop all the bull on this guy's? <laughs> Uh, besides that, besides that, no, I think he could just do what he, what Bill Parcells did. When Bill Parcells took over as the head coach of the Jets, he later stepped back to a front office role. He could do something like that. He is still the GM of the New England Patriots. He's been the de facto GM since he took over as the head coach. So, But fans don't want him as a GM. I've really some talking heads, and it's like, yeah, screw him. He should just, he should just leave the organization. Just honor him for his contribution. Don't let him touch the talent on the field because clearly he can't choose the talent anymore. Mm. That so is it's intriguing. Like, it's rough. But that's what that's what I keep hearing from New England fans. Interesting, interesting, my friend. That's what's going on there. Uh, let's talk about next week, though. Pittsburgh has those very, 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 very interesting well, New England Patriots. Oh, did I miss something? Did I miss something? Yeah. We were gonna talk oh, we did. We did. Tom Brady. 
Yes. To wrap up. I knew we. I knew we missed something. I, I'm always like, did we miss something? Tom Brady. We, we just really want to talk about this real quick. But Tom Brady made a comment on if I believe it was Stephen A. Smith's show, yeah. but he made a quote saying. I don't see the excellence that I saw in the past. I think the coaching isn't as good as it was. I don't think the development of young players is as good as it was. I don't think the schemes are as good as they were. Uh, I think I and... believe he also talked about the like the penalties too. Like oh yeah, the officiating is a huge huge problem, and it gets worse every year. So as you know, as the longtime fans fan I am, as much as I hate that man, he's right. Yeah. So go. The GOAT, who I acknowledge is the GOAT. I mean, I'm not going to deny that. He, He's right. Uh, the NFL, um, from the penalties to the consistency of quality um, and just the mismanagement of the franchise, it's just bad. Like, it's so – I don't want to see the level of play that we saw in Chargers-Patriots. Yeah. How is that professional football? That looked like – I don't know. That that looked like the worst of Big Ten football. Just offense is so dreadful and decent defense is going at it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Mistake after mistake, penalty after penalty, bad weather. This is this is boring. Who wants to watch teams like that? Or the sad Giants in a way to continue to or the Panthers. Like a lot of like the, the middle class in the NFL was so narrow that it's just hard. It's just like you're either pretty bad, mediocre, or you're great in the league. So where yeah. where where where's that parody? I think this quote that he said and it speaks out to me. I agree with Brady. The rules have allowed a lot of bad habits to get into the actual performance of the game. I just think the product, in my opinion, is less than what it's been. He made a point. I look at a lot of guys like Ray Lewis and Ronnie Harrison and Ronnie Lott, guys that impacted the game in a certain way. Every hit they would have made would have been a penalty. You hear coaches talk complaining about their own player getting tack being tackled. Why don't they talk to their player about how to protect themselves? We used to work on the fundamentals of losing all the time. Now they're trying to be regulate all the time you know what that honestly is a fair critique he is not wrong and I, I, all i'm saying is like he's not wrong where like that kind of stuff you know is a thing now like i've seen play like there's plays you, you, you probably seen it a lot yourself there were plays that would have been not been penalized today to the back in two, 20 years ago Gets penalized now, like yeah. We back then like we just we, getting hit out of bounds. Yeah, yeah. Or like, or like the, the the thing of the sack where it's like you fall on their full weight, and I guess that's penalty. a pen, that's a penalty. I I just think that's just so so wrong. Um, well, it's because they know quarterbacks are very marketable. So if you're gonna do that to your star players, and already there's been so many injuries to quarterbacks anyway, even with their precautions and penalties. Um, but there's more factors to it than that. And it sucks that we have so many injuries. Like, I think part of that is the NFL or the owner's refusal to really instill grass everywhere in the country. Turf has been killing a lot of people um, on the field. Yeah. And the turf and maybe there's got to be some differences in equipment or lack of conditioning. I don't know, but it, it, it's scary the amount of injuries that we see now compared to how it was back then. Yeah. And, and maybe... Because the, play, the players hit harder, yeah. Um, and maybe there's more, more in line of the amount of people hitting each other. But I don't know. It's just, it's just strange to see these trends keep continuing to go on in the NFL. 
Yeah, yeah, no, and I, and I, I mean, some may disagree where it's like, hey, the product's still good in some way. Well, yes, offensively, I think it's great offensively, but there's other stuff where it's like, hey, think about it like this defensively. You can't defend anymore. You can't defend anymore. It's become more of an offense-driven league. But you know what? He's got some fair points. Let's talk about week 14 real quick. Patriots Let's and the it. Steelers. Um, you asked what level of meltdown the Steelers lose this game. Um, it yep, depends. Maserati, Mitch Trubisky is starting this game. Um, can I have Mason Rudolph, please? Or hey, <laughs> Duck Hodges is it? Can can Duck Hodges come play for me? I like him actually. Or hey, can I get Big Ben? Big Ben, come on in there. I I want. Listen, could you imagine the scene? Steelers are down. Glass shatters. Stone Cold Steve. It's Big Ben. Roethlisberger. By God. By God. It's Big Ben. <laughs> Big Ben comes back for just one game to beat the Patriots. I would love it. No, seriously though, I would be, I'd be annoyed, and I would just give up. I, I would, I would legitimately give up. Season's over. Well, I've been at that point so much by this point, Zeus. I've been at that point of just, I hate my life with this team, and. The next part of the schedule is not any easier. Like, I mean, you could get eight wins. You could get eight wins. Like, Patriots are eh. You got the Colts, but they're really looking good with Gardner Minshew. The Bengals, yeah. who, yes, you beat them, but Jake Browning out-dueled Kenny Pickett um, offensively. Yeah, I, I, I see the Bengals. If they don't get – if they protect the quarterback, they yeah. probably will outscore yeah, yeah. Steelers. I agree. Seattle, you know, we may they, they, their record's not good, but look at that off of the DK Metcalf and the Ravens. You won, Oof. but on a one big touchdown. So the way I see it personally, it's like I don't think this team's going to the playoffs, and I'm just realist here. You I need would three wins. You need three wins, at least three. I don't think they can get them, but who knows? Some chicanery will happen, and can Mike Tomlin will have a winning record, or I could be wrong. What do you think, though, about your Dolphins? The Dolphins this week, they take on the Titans at Mon on Monday Night Football. Yeah, and strangely, another uh, doubleheader Monday Night game. I'm not really a big fan yeah, of Yeah, they bring it back again. Yep, uh, but the Dolphins, uh, yeah. Uh, can they continue their dominance at home? Can they stay healthy? Um, this is a Titans team that's frisky, but they have to, again, flex and not let um a decent quarterback tear him up like sam Howe could have so um yeah miami's they got everything to prove they got they got they they got business to take care of beat this team and then next week i'm gonna be in miami to enjoy the second round of the jets game here um at the hard rock i was hoping for aaron Rodgers. that's why i kind of get i chose that game at the beginning of the season but well, whatever um so it should be a fun game and um yeah like the dolphins Let's keep it up. You got you got to keep winning games because uh, you got you got to stay healthy because those final three games are a gauntlet and you can't show any weakness going to those games, especially when you have those freaking Cowboys coming to town, which are like consistently higher on the power rankings and annoying me every week. That happens, but whatever. <laughs> oh no, I get you, man. I get you. It should be a good week of football. Bucks and the Falcons next week. This one will be. For the division title, it's not been a good year for the NFC South, uh, dare I say. Falcons have the lead, but a big, big dub by the Buccaneers uh, could sway things here for either of these two teams. Tampa, of course, lost to the Falcons 16-13 earlier in the season, so a win by the Bucs 
could make this division race very interesting. Uh, elsewhere on the docket, Colts and Bengals. Colts looked great last week with, with the mustache legend Gardner Minshew, and the Bengals take on that big win over the Jaguars. Uh, Jaguars and the Browns take on next week. Also, fun fact. I, I don't know if you know this, Zeus. I don't know if you know this. What's up? Um, um, the Browns are like 0-4 since they began disrespecting the terrible towel. I just want to... Uh, she 0-2. I just want to point that out! I want to point that out! <laughs> Don't fuck with my towel, boys! Uh, that should be a fun one. Not sure if the same as again of Trevor Lawrence. If not, it would be CJ Bethard yeah. as the quarterback for that game. Honestly, like, I... If I were the Jaguars, um, the Browns have their quarterback issues. You got a quarterback issue as well right now with health. Just play your backup and have the death carry you. Yeah. I think that's a smart move. I, I agree. that afraid of the Browns. And you do not want that Browns defense to tear up Trevor Lawrence even further. No. Just, just saying. No, you don't. Bills and the Chiefs at 225 this Sunday on CBS. Should be a mm -hmm. fun one. We'll see if the Bills can keep the playoff hopes alive. Small line right now. Minus one and a half for the Chiefs. And a matchup you put down as a true playoff eliminator. Yep. Broncos and the Chargers. Oh, yeah. Let's ride versus a game that hopefully, with a loss to the Chargers, should get Staley finally fired because you're going to drop the five and eight. There's no way in hell you're making the playoffs with nine wins. Yeah. The AFC as stacks it is, you need 10 wins. Chargers lose this. They're out. Pretty much, even though not mathematically, but they're pretty much out. Oh, and the Broncos, um, they just had their win streak snapped. So they, if they want to keep cooking, they got to go into hostile territory. Not really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. And I think, you know, like I say, I think Brandon Staley, you know, he's only 40 years old. It's his first head coaching job. Yeah. But I just think, you know, defensive coordinator, yeah, no, he's good at that. But it's kind of wild to me. If you look at his last two jobs, he the, the last job he had before he was the Chicago Bears linebackers coach, he was the DC at John Carroll. Like of all schools, I went to John Carroll, a D D three school of crying out loud. Uh, so we'll see what he could do. I don't know if he'll keep his job, but it probably should be the end of the Staley era. Uh, big one as well, uh, Eagles and Cowboys. That one. Should be intriguing. The nine and three Cowboys and the ten and two Philadelphia Eagles at AT and T Stadium. Jerry World will be a rocking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely game of the week. And again, if the Eagles lose that game, I don't see the Cowboys relinquishing the league of that division. But then again, the Eagles' final schedule after that game is pretty easy. But oh yeah, again, any given Sunday, any given Sunday, any hey. the Giants could be like, wait a minute. <laughs> We're going to beat the Pack Arena. We, they could do that. They could do that. Uh, right. Should be a fun, fun week of football. Now it's time real quick for us to jump right into our pick'em. Last week, Zeus went 2-1. and one. He picked the Dolphins and Lions matchup correctly. The Broncos Texas matchup he did not get right. I, however, went 1-2. and two. I did not pick the Bucks or Eagles-Niners matchup correctly. Only picked the Falcons-Jets. The one I actually got right was an absolute bleep show of a game. That drops me to 14, 21, and 3. What the the wildest record I think I've ever had attached to my name. This is the wildest record I've ever attached to my name. <laughs> three pushes. Three pushes in one season. Yeah. Let's jump into our picks, though, Zeus. As always, you have first pick. 
Uh, actually, one moment. Oh, sure. No, what? I, you know what? I will take care of it for you, my guy. I'll take actually, care of our first pick. You know what? Yeah, because I got someone um, arrived. So let me take care of it. We'll be right back. Now you're good. You're good. Ladies and gentlemen, while, while Zeus is taking care of whoever is knocking on his door, could it be Brighton Staley's army? I'm not too sure who's knocking on his door, but I'm about to talk about my first pick of this week. So. There's a lot of great matchups, lots of close spreads, uh, lots of very, very close spreads uh, this season, in, in this, this week especially. Uh, lots of good spreads, lots of good matchups that could be very close. I'm going to go with my first pick. I'm going to take that Lions and Bears matchup. I've been very iffy on the Lions here and there. I've picked them here and there. They've not done well. But you are taking on, of course, the Bears. Da Bears! As it stands right now, uh, Bears are four and eight. The Lions nine and three. Believe they win this game, they probably will clinch the NFC North. Lions, of course, beat the same 33-28. Bears won their game against the Minnesota Vikings, but it was a close bleep show of a game. Lions managed to defeat the Bears last time around. I think it will be the Detroit Lions. That will be getting the sweep, getting the sweep over the Chicago Bears, and they will get that win right then and there. Just judging by how the Lions have been played these past couple of weeks, I think it'll be a darn good game for them. They got a good balanced rushing attack with David Montgomery and ja and Jameer Jameer Gibbs. So I think I think Detroit's got this game in the bag. Chicago, of course, will be looking forward to that number one overall pick. And that's going to be intriguing come the offset, what they're going to figure out on just what they can do. Give us one moment. We're going to wait till my man Zeus can comes back for our next pick. All right, ladies and gentlemen, apologies for that. Zeus is back. Uh, first pick again was made. It was me picking the Lions over the Chicago Bears. That was my First selection of the week's a three and a half spread should be a dang good matchup. Zeus, what's your first pick, my guy? Well, I kind of alluded to this game a little bit earlier mm -hmm. about an important game. And I'm going to go to the big city in Georgia, Atlanta. The Buccaneers oh. and Falcons for the division crown, basically. Um, Just with the way the teams are playing. Um, yeah, the Buccaneers almost lost to the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. But I think in a critical moment here, and the Falcons is being as reeling as they are on offense, I think they'll find a way to win. So, <clears throat> excuse me. You good? I just have a feeling. I have a feeling about this game. Maybe it's not the best of feelings, but I want to give the nod to the Bucks this week. Mm. Take care of business. Get that upset on the road. And um, really secure themselves in a race for the division crown. Interesting. No, I think the Bucks clearly are the... You know the Falcons have the win, have the wins this season. I think the Bucs are clearly the better team. Got Mike Evans and Baker Mayfield is having a pretty quiet but uh, successful season. I think you know, so I think it'll be. I think it's the Bucs that'll get the job done and get the revenge on the Falcons. Yeah. Moving on to my second pick. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot. As I mentioned earlier, there's a lot to look into. I'm gonna take my attention to. MetLife Stadium, the site of the Texans and the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. You know, uh -oh. the Jets defense has been pretty solid. Um, 
Aaron Rodgers is not coming back. There was a leaked report. I don't know if you heard this, Zeus, that they're turning to Zach Wilson. They let go of uh, Payne, their other starter, that Zach Wilson does not want to be a starting quarterback. What? You, yes, yes. There was a leak. And now Aaron Rodgers said, that, no, uh, no, Wilson's the guy. Stop, like, banking on him, you know. <laughs> there was a leak that he just doesn't want to be the starting quarterback. I guess there was a I got, I got to find the exact leak. Um but there was some report about Wilson about how where was it? I'm trying to think of what it was. I I saw it on Twitter and it was like, "What? What what?" Uh but um I guess they said that there were sources that said that he was reluctant to play again this season. Zach Wilson so besides the point, I think it's going to be easy pick. I think it will be the Texans getting the win. It's a close spread. The Jets' defense is actually not that bad, but I think it's the Texans that will get the win despite whatever alleged concern that Zach Wilson is having. Um, so, Yeah, that- like uh, I don't blame Zach Wilson. The way they're treating him and with that garbage offensive line, I wouldn't want to be behind that line either. Also, I think the line is minus five and a half for the Texans right now. Really? ESPN, for some reason, gave it a three and a half. Am I, am I reading stuff wrong again? That's I weird. It's five and a half. I mean, oh, the... now it's three and a half. Yeah. I guess the line literally changed throughout the podcast. What? Is... That's a first. <laughs> Actually, in that case. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> there we Buccaneers, go. Now it's one and a half. Bro, what? It, the, the multiple lines are changing. Oh my god! Yeah, this is so wild. T- time to lock it in where we can. That's right. That's right. What you got next, bro? Oh, man, there's so many good options out there, but I am going to once again put Zeus in a win-win situation, Ooh. and I'm once again going to use the Bills as my scapegoat because they're only down by one and a half, and they're desperate. And I'm going to go with a desperate team on the road. To you know, knock off a team that's struggling to get points on the board, and that'd be the Chiefs. So, I think the Bills coming off the bye week—they're circling this game on their calendar since with the AFC crumbling around them, and that's why I kind of picked them to maybe they sneak their way into the playoffs. So, I think the Bills—they're um, just gonna muster up Josh Allen, um, get minimize their mistakes, make enough plays on defense, and barely pull out a win on the road. So this is kind of me dogging on the Chiefs after the way they lost that last game on the road. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. This, this, is a, this is a different Chiefs team. I think this will be the only game they'd lose the rest of the year. Mm. But give me the Bills in full desperation mode. And once again, going road favorites. But yeah, I like, give me the, I like the team off the bye week. I think they have everything to play for. Yeah. Um, especially with their championship window on the line. They need to win this game badly. Oh, they do. They do to keep their play. Keep the idea that they, they got to get the play the playoffs alive. I will go Plus to my... Almost- yeah, Plus, they almost beat the Eagles. That, so. Yeah, that is true. That is true. I'm going to turn over to another matchup. Um, we're going to go into Inglewood, California. Inglewood is up to no good, and it's the Chargers and the Broncos. You know, the Chargers are the favorite, which I'll be honest. Shocking. I didn't expect. I didn't expect. They won 6 nothing over the... Over the... um. The Patriots. Patriots. Thank you. Did the hoodie. 
is undefeated, I guess. You know, Broncos coming off their first their first loss in a while. I think the Broncos have something cooking despite trading away a lot of their talent and Randy Gregory, for example. Let's fucking ride! I don't believe this spread is legit at all. I think it's going to be the Broncos going to ride on their way to getting the win over the Chargers. Let's ride or let's die. Oh my goodness, yeah. So now you're on the Let's Ride train. Let's because ride! Because the broken. Let's ride! Yeah, it's, it, they're, they're a fun team. They yes. became a joke, from a joke to a fun team. So I do hope you ride well with them, man. I do too. What's your last pick, right. Broski? Ugh. I'm kind of teetering on a couple of picks here. It's like, do I dare, do I dare continue the trend? You know what? I know I'm probably going to piss off a lot of people here. What are you going to do? I'm going to go with America's team here. Uh, oh? I'm I'm just that pissed at the Eagles. That's why. So, oh, okay. Fuck the Eagles. I think the Cowboys are about to lay the smackdown on them. Wow. Having this game struggling the calendar. They nearly won that game in Philly. I think the Eagles are in pure fraudulent mode. And the Cowboys, it's not the playoffs. They can flex all they want. Let them get that ego. Let them inflate that all the way until Miami beats them down in Miami. So... I am riding with America's most, probably one of the most hated teams still out there with all the media attention to get. So, yep. Um, I might eat my words regarding the Eagles because I know they're probably pissed after the beatdown they got from the 49ers, but I think that's a sign. That's a sign that they're not going to be the one seed. That's a sign that oh. that's a sign that the Cowboys are going to sneak away and win this division. And they can do that with beating the Eagles right here. So, yeah, um, cannot believe I'm siding with this team, but something tells me um, this is going to be a, a touchdown win. Cowboys win convincingly over the Eagles at home as revenge. We shall see. We shall see. Both these two, uh, you know, the offenses are good with, with these two teams. The defense is to the Deron Bland, who looked great on Thanksgiving. He's looked great all year. He looked very, very, very bad. Against covering DK Metcalf in Seattle. I'm not sure I'm going to do against guys like AJ Brown and company, but we shall see. A good week of picks. Uh, we'll see if any of us can get above 500. If Zeus goes unbeaten this whole week, folks, Zeus can make himself 20 and 21. He'd be a win shy of going over 500. Any final thoughts, Zeus? Um. Holidays are rapidly approaching, man. It's pretty insane. So get your Christmas shopping in now while you can. Oh yeah, I'm I'm still helping my parents decorate over the weekend. Woohoo! Um, and I'm also hyped because right after we're done with this podcast, I'm gonna go pick up one of my first um, birthday slash Christmas presents I bought, a good old 70 inch OLED 4K TV that I got for myself on sale. So hey, let's go! Fantastic! Let's go, man! Love Damn, to I... hear it. Well, hopefully, again, everyone stays warm out there. It is getting colder and colder. The snow is a falling, not because he is in Florida, but the snow is a falling wherever else you may be. For my partners, who's Pegasus, I am Manny Jones. Thank you again for listening to Furries and Football number 15. We apologize again for the technical issues that we had in the early goings of this show. Discord wanted to really piss me off today. To listen to this podcast more, you can go to, again, furriesandfootball.podbean.com, or you can... Of course, being iHeartMedia, Podbean, and Player FM. Till next time, folks, we are out.
out of here.